Always on Target on The Face Radio with your host, Maud Marty. On Target, where I spin Northern Soul, Mod Beat, Rare Groove, and Forgotten Gems, all on vinyl, all at 45 RPM. I'm your host, Mod Marty. All right, I know that I said this week I'd have an interview episode with Parker Pat. Well, it is happening, it's just going to happen next week. So this week you'll just have to suffer through another hour of fantastic music. And it's not hyperbole when I say that this is a very exciting, very cool episode. There's some new stuff that I've got that I'm ultra excited about. Started the show off with John Roberts, a track called Sockin' 123 on the Duke label. That was his first single. He only recorded on Duke and he recorded from about 1967 to about 1970. He was a singer, trumpeter, songwriter, arranger, conductor, orchestrator. I mean, this guy could do it all. But most notably, he worked with Barry White, but he was only active for about six years. 
In about 1970, he stopped doing music and decided to become the head of the music department at Centennial High School in Compton. So probably taught a lot of very important hip-hop artists coming out of Compton. So as I said, I've got tons of great stuff for you coming up. So tighten up your thing and let's get into it. Come on in this house, man. I ain't coming nowhere. If you don't come in this house, I'm going to tell you exactly what you are.
That was Johnny Thompson from 1970, singer-songwriter from Chicago, recorded his first record on Chess in 1966, and then this was his next record four years later on the New Miss label. The track's called Main Squeeze, and before that, Jeanette Williams from Columbus, Ohio, sort of more known as a jazz vocalist. She recorded for Tommy Willis's Terry Records in Richmond, Indiana, and then uh, recorded a series of records for Backbeat, which is a label from Texas that she recorded in Detroit. And she has performed with people like Rusty Bryant, Hank Marr, Doc Severinsen, George Benson, and so many others. It's interesting though because the records that she put out were soul and R&B and not jazz. This track is a take on Hound Dog, made famous by Elvis Presley of course, written by Lieber and Stoller. On Target Dance Party Radio in England on modradiouk.net.
the artistics i'll always love you on brunswick before that the chambers brothers probably best known for their 1968 hit time has come today but they did some pretty corkin funk r&b this one is an exciting pilgrimage to harlem uptown on the island of manhattan this came out in 1967 on the columbia label And it started everything off with a record that Patrick picked up in Toronto from Scott Boyko. And since he got it, I've been keeping my eye open for it because I really dug it. It's a reinterpretation of Sam Cooke's You Send Me by a band called The Friendly People from 1970. The reason why I say it's a reinterpretation is the first few times that I heard it, I didn't even realize what song it was. I thought it was an original song. And then Patrick pointed out the writing credits and I realized that it's the Sam Cooke song. So that came out in 1970 on the VMP label.
also pain to settle, but things will change. I'm gonna grow a little.
Some beat, some garage, and starting off with seriously maximum R&B, if not maximum blues. That was Jimmy Page doing a solo stint in 1966, which is really interesting because he was doing a lot of session work at that time. He was also steadily working with the Yardbirds and incredibly sought after as a session musician for obvious reasons because he is an incredibly great guitarist, but also has a great voice. I mean, that was made apparent in Led Zeppelin, but always took a back seat in Led Zeppelin, even though he has a really solid voice. And this is a powerful track. It's called She Just Satisfies. Came out on the Fontana label. And the flip side is so good, I'm going to play it later on in the show. I'm going to end the show with it. So stick around for the flip side. Followed that with a band called The Fifth Order. I played one of their tracks at not too long ago called uh, Thousand Devils Are Chasing Me, which came out on the Lori label. This one I found on the Canadian Apex label. And again, very, very heavy, but more like heavy beat garage or something like that. Not like the following song that is Jack London and the Sparrows, which also came out on the Lori label, by the way. Jack London and the Sparrows were Canadian group who recorded for Capital in Canada. And in this case, it seems as though Lori, which is a New York label, picked them up and distributed them in the United States. The track's called If You Don't Want My Love, and it came out in 1965. Jack London would leave the band, and they would become The Sparrow, and then eventually become Steppenwolf. So this is pre-Steppenwolf Canadian beat.
This is The Face Radio, and you are listening to On Target. It's what's in the grooves that count. Visit ontargetpodcast.ca, the official On Target website, for all episodes and links to your favorite listening apps, including Apple Podcasts, Google, SoundCloud, Amazon Music, and Player FM. We are also available for download at iHeartRadio, Odyssey, Ghana, Boomplay, and Deezer. Listen, comment, download, share, and feel free to send me an email directly at mod.marty at yahoo.com. Yep, so I'm starting to do a new feature, Record of the Week. So there's a record that I love that I'm trying to showcase in the show, and I don't want it to get lost in with all the other music because I play so much music every week that I'm going to spotlight it. And this is that record, an absolute holy grail for me. The Soul City, Who Do You Think You Are, from 1967 on Good Time. The Soul City only put out three 45s, no LPs, only recorded in 66 and 67. But this and their first track, Everybody Dance Now, are her absolute bangers. I followed that with Billy Joe Royal, a Northern Soul classic called Heart's Desire on the Columbia label. And then I followed that with Bobby Taylor, who is a Canadian as well. He's from Vancouver, and he was signed for a long time with Motown and released on the Gordy label. And at a show in Chicago in 1968, the Jackson 5 opened for Bobby Taylor and the Vancouver's, and he was impressed with them, you think? He personally brought the group to Motown, and after they signed to Motown in March of 69, Taylor became the group's first producer and supervised the bulk of their first album, Diana Ross Presents the Jackson 5. So his claim to fame is discovering the Jackson 5. The track that I played to you is only available on his solo album, Taylor Made Soul, which came out in 1967. It's called Little Miss Sweetness, and it's a shame it's not available on 45 because it is a killer Northern Soul track. After that, I played Billy Joe Royal, Heart's Desire, Northern Soul Classic on the Columbia label. Mm, you got me in the back of your mind. It's not like it used to be. Cause even though you're here, you're still far away from me. Oh, it hurts me so. Cause I can't find the love that you promised would someday be mine. Oh, baby. Oh, if only I could find a 
That was Ruby Winters, another powerful, almost Etta James, Sugar Pie DeSanto level of power to her voice. She was born in Kentucky and raised in Cincinnati. She put out a few pretty good records. This one's one of my all-time favorites, sort of ending her time at Diamond. Diamond's the label that this song was released on, and she had done a good dozen releases. But it wasn't until the 70s that she really caught her groove with disco and released two LPs in 78 and 79 after signing to Polydor Records. But nothing else she put out is quite at this level. I Don't Want to Hurt Nobody's the name of the track, and it came out in 1969. Before that, I had to play the flip side of the Soul Study, Who Do You Think You Are? because it's another cracking tune. Like, it is on par with the side that I was searching for. Like, it's great to find a record that you've been looking for for a long time and then flip it over and realize that the song on the flip side is equally as good. It's called Cold Hearted Blues, and I just had to share it with you. I started off that set with a Northern Soul track that I'm not that familiar with, but boy, did I fall in love the second I heard it. Barbara English. I got this from Old Gold Vintage Vinyl, and this caliber of Northern Soul, finding it in Winnipeg, is next to impossible. Came out in 1965 on the Aurora label called You've Got Me Sitting in the Corner. And quite honestly, it's very quickly becoming one of my all-time favorite Northern Soul tracks.
heart of the continent, the center of the country, and the middle of nowhere. This is On Target, on the Face Radio. The soul of Brooklyn. Say, baby, go away. Baby, don't you know I lose my mind almost every time you try to say goodbye. I, I, but cruelly makes me such a fool when you only break my heart every time we part. Please don't say goodbye. I wanna ask you a question. This is an interesting set because we're talking beats, we're talking 1960s, we're talking Canadian garage, all miles away from what was happening in the United States and the UK. Starting off with Jerry and the Rialtos from 1963, a track that is one hey, 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 away from being Buddy Holly. I mean, it's got all the elements except for that one Buddy Holly watermark. And if you do your history, you'll find that the majority of the most famous UK bands of the time were so influenced by Buddy Holly, including the Beatles and the Shadows and, I mean, Merseybeat, hugely, hugely, hugely influenced by Buddy Holly. So this happening in Canada at that time, in 1963, this is just the birth of Beat where Merseybeat is turning into beat in the UK and this is happening in Canada. Astounding. Track's called What You Gonna Do. It came out on the All Boy label and followed that with the JBs who were JB and the Playboys. They were from Montreal, established in the early 60s. The band's name was an homage to Hugh Hefner's magazine and its fictional leader, portrayed as a stick figure with a top hat. Already known in Ontario and Quebec, their national popularity exploded in 1965 when they got opening slots to tour with the Beach Boys and the Rolling Stones. And then RCA Victor promptly released several 45s for them and an LP simply called JB and the Playboys. But in 1966, when they moved from Quebec to Toronto, they changed their name to the JBs. They were also known as Peter and the Pipers and the Carnival Connection. This track's called I Think of Her, and it came out in 1966 on RCA Victor. And then finished everything off with 
D and the Yeoman, another Canadian band who, again, never put out any LPs, only put out a handful of 45s. This is their very first 45, came out on the Wolf label in 1965. Okay, I'm going to leave you off by flipping over the Jimmy Page track that I promised. It's called Keep Moving, and I mean seriously, hold on to your hats because this thing is incredibly out of sight. This has been On Target with yours truly, Maud Marty. Join me every Monday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on The Face Radio. And please visit thefaceradio.com and donate to get a free gift and help to keep the station on the air. Until next time, keep the faith.